What's going on, Sunbelt fans? Hello and welcome into another edition of the Sunbelt Syndicate. My name is Dominic Crescetto. Today we will jump into the ODU Monarchs and their first season in the Sunbelt. Over the past three seasons, uh, in 2019, they went 1-11. and In 2020, they did not play due to COVID. In 2021, they went 6-7 and overall. They have an 0-1 bowl record. Uh, they did make a bowl last season, and uh, they did drop that one to Tulsa 30-17. to This year, the offense, I feel like they can thrive if the O-line can protect and open up the holes like they did more towards the end of last season there in Conference USA. Uh, it will remain to be seen if they can match up well with the Sunbelt defenses and the Sunbelt defensive fronts, but uh, they did look pretty decent in their last few games of last season and actually went on a five-game winning streak before dropping the bowl game. So if they can play like that, they will do better overall this year. Uh, I think the offense would struggle if Wolf doesn't develop further. Uh, He took over for Stone Smart, but um, he didn't look great until towards the end of the season. Again, this team really came together and, and, and started firing on all cylinders more towards the end of last season. And as all the coaches said during some belt media days, no one really believes in that carryover into the next season. I'd agree with that as well. They obviously, for those who don't know, lost their offensive coordinator very recently within the last week or two. And so that's not usually a good sign. Um, And it's probably going to give them some things to think about and some things they have to try differently. And it's really going to fall on the leadership of that offense to make sure that team doesn't fall apart after something like that happening to them. Defensively, I think they can thrive if they can contain the pass. Uh, They lost a lot of experience there in the defensive backfield, and they're going to have to make sure that they've got these Sunbelt wide receivers covered up. Uh, You know, for those that have been following the Sunbelt over the last few years, put a number of wide receivers into the NFL. So that is not a weak spot for Sunbelt teams. So it's interesting to note that uh, that might be a, a place where ODU gets burned quite a bit this season. Defensively, uh, if they would struggle if their linebacking core doesn't live up to expectation. Uh, they lost the top three tacklers. And so Jason Henderson is number four tackler coming back. They actually have uh, Henry that used to be a quarterback, actually, and he's now a linebacker, so he knows both the offensive and defensive playbooks pretty well. It'll be interesting to see if that helps him in his linebacking Role and he can kind of identify might be what might be coming at him uh, more quickly and, and help the others on the defensive front figure that out as well. Uh, if he can do that, that will be a, a massive tool to have in the toolbox for that ODU defense. Uh, special teams, I'd say shaky. Uh, they struggled to finish above number 75 the last five seasons. Uh, they did manage to have a very surprising number 17 finish last year, however. So if they can keep the kicking game and the return game strong, uh, which the return game was one of the strengths of that special teams last year, uh, they, they might do okay and surprise some people with some of how those special teams plays can go. Uh, you know, We all know at this point in time, special teams can win you or lose you a game. So if they can end up on the right side of that more often than not, uh, that should bode well, at least in any of those close battles that they could possibly come away with as far as the season schedule they open up friday night september 2nd with virginia tech coming to them uh it's going to be a big game we know that there's going to be a lot of virginia tech fans in attendance 
I do believe Virginia Tech's a much stronger team at this point in time. Odie will be pumped up and ready for this one. Hopefully it's not too much of a slaughter. Uh, I fear that Virginia Tech's going to be pretty good, and it'd be interesting that they just missed out on seeing Grant Wells for possibly a second time as they did see Marshall last year. And to be honest, I can't remember if Wells played in that one against ODU or not, but uh, it'd be interesting. They may have some familiarity with him being the, the single caller for that game. Uh, so that's a L that I have chalked up. Then they travel down to East Carolina, and East Carolina hasn't been great over the ma- past many years, but they also play in one of the tougher G5 conferences. I think ODU stepping up to the Sun Belt, maybe not a massive step, but then they're also going to be playing an AAC team, and East Carolina looks to be a little bit more on the upswing than the downswing. I think Old Dominion may be on that upswing, but it's very early in the stages, so I'm going to call an East Carolina victory there. And then they play... On the road again that following week at Virginia. We've gone over that with the other conference teams that are going to be playing Virginia. Again, ACC team, not the strongest overall, but I do think they're a quality enough opponent to get the W over ODU there. So I do have ODU starting with a three-game skid to start the year, but I do have them rebounding that following week versus Arkansas State. They play host. I think Arkansas State is similar in the fact that they're down a little bit right now and in the rebuilding process much like ODU is but the benefit for them is that they're not coming into a new conference where they don't know however I think ODU is finally ready to get a W on their side they're tired of losing I think Arkansas State's a perfect opponent for them at that point in time they come away with the W follow that up with hosting Liberty the next week Uh, I think Liberty's still a pretty strong team I know that they lost some of their better players to the NFL and graduation but I think Liberty is still pretty strong at this point. So I'm going to chalk that up for a Liberty victory. And then they have an off week before they travel down to Coastal Carolina. And uh, I think Coastal's lost a little bit, but I still think they're a very quality team overall. And I think they don't really have any trouble with this one. And they beat ODU, so another L there. Then Georgia Southern comes to town for homecoming. Could be a very interesting game here. My thinking and thought process in this one is that Georgia Southern will have most of their playmakers and plays and strengths figured out by then, and they'll be able to to keep ODU at bay, should I say. I don't know if you know, it would be a real slobber knocker or if it will be you know heavily tilted one way. Nothing would really surprise me with this game. I, and it, honestly, it could go a, a number of different ways. It wouldn't shock me. But I do have ODU losing this one. And then they travel to Georgia State. Uh, for those who listen to the Georgia State preview, I think Georgia State's going to be really strong this year. I don't think there's any chance ODU beats them at home, uh, especially that late in the season when Georgia State, hopefully at that point for them anyway, is rolling along. Uh, then Marshall comes to town. Uh, I think Marshall's a stronger team here. I know that they did lose to them in overtime last season. I don't know if it'll be as close this year. Uh, you know, that was just before ODU really started their upswing. But I think Marshall's a stronger team, so I have Marshall winning that one. Then the in-state rivalry, I guess. I don't know. Virginia fans can let us know uh, whether James Madison and ODU have a big rivalry or if they're hoping to have one now that they're both in this same conference. But uh, I do have them getting the win over their maybe current or future foes, if you want to say it that way. Um, I think at that point, James Madison is feeling the effects of an FBS season. 
so I'm going to have them beating the Dukes. And then they finish up the season with a tough road stretch at Appalachian State. I don't think there's any reason to think ODU can upset the East favorites. So I have that one as an L. And then they travel down to finish the season up at South Alabama. Uh, I think just having a two-game road swing there at the very end might be pretty tough for them. I don't think South Alabama is amazingly strong or talented as a team necessarily, but I do think that at this point in time they are a better program overall than ODU. So I have them finishing up this season with a loss, which would give them a regular season record of 2-10. and 10. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you at the next one.